What up? This is Yinkadu. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80s Baby Podcast. And on today's episode, we have a put you up for the debut album of YG, Young Gangster. My Crazy Life released <laughs> March 18th, 2014. Is that not what YG stands for? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> when I looked it up, so is YG stands for Young Gangster, does it not? Yeah, I mean, it's like, that's like being like, OG, old gangsta. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. Well, I, I was actually going to say his actual uh, government yeah, name, yeah. Um, but I, but it's not on the wiki right away. So Keenan Dequan Ray Keenan. motherfucking Jackson. Exactly. I hope exactly. you ain't out there hanging with them gang members. <laughs> Uh, I just knew it was, it, I knew it was Keenan and I knew yeah, there was a Daquan in there. Because yeah. he got four names, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Keenan Daquan Jackson was what I, I was missing the third Keenan name. Keenan Daquan Ray motherfucking Jackson. Jackson. Ray motherfucking Jackson. <laughs> yeah, so it was the, uh, the debut album on uh, on Def Jam. And yeah. we surprised me. For whatever reason, I thought like he was part of like TDE, but that's not the case. Nah, but he, he was part of CTE, which I always forget. And I thought okay. that that was interesting. So what's CTE? CTE was uh was a Young Jeezy's label mm. that, that featured okay, okay. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. Okay. Um, I think he had Rocket for a little while and then he had uh, YG. Okay. So that th- I think that's probably the reason why I, I had so much angst around the whole like Freddie Gibbs first a major label Got album. You. It's like the Got nigga you. was on CTE in yeah. 2012. Like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Corporate Thug Entertainment was with that that label. So, uh, so TDE <clears throat> is Top Dog Entertainment. That's yeah. Kendrick. Well, it was formerly Kendrick. Right. Uh, was Absol on there? Absol. And then School I know Schoolboy Q, Q. And then J-Rock. Who- J-Rock is the yeah. other one. Okay. So, so a right. couple of them are on here, but uh, yeah, now nah, this is CTE. All right. Well, nevertheless, yeah. So this is the, the debut from uh, from YG, My Crazy Life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, released 2014. And um, yeah, why are, you, uh, why are you putting me up on this one today? Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I, so all right. When, when, when Good Kid Mad City came out, mm-hmm. it was instantly a classic. Right. That's 2012-ish, right? Yeah. I, I want to say these came out maybe about a year apart from each other. Okay. Yeah, but but so when Good Kid Mad City came out, that was like a layup. Like for everybody, they said it was great. It was mm-hmm. no nobody had any questions. And it was it was funny because it was to me it was almost revisionist. Like I, I almost felt a way about how everybody all of a sudden, you know revised the timeline and they all knew Kendrick was going to be successful <laughs> and they all thought he was amazing and they knew he was he was a star from the but, beginning but but, you, but um, in fairness you knew that right like yes. you were big on Kendrick for a while right and i and I, i'll never forget funny enough right um i'll never forget telling my boy lee um i said good kid mad city is going to go gold and he laughed at me and i and, and he's like he's like like what? Like why? Like he's underground. Like he's like up enough that people like him, mm-hmm. but he's an underground rapper. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah. Something about him and this album is like the perfect storm that I think it's gonna go gold. Gotcha. And it ended up going platinum. Gotcha. So you know, like him and Nipsey, which Nipsey was maybe you know posthumous. Yeah. But you know, both of them, I knew that they were stars, and I knew that they were gonna blow. You know. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, but yeah. Uh, with, with with this YG. album, yeah, with YG's album, when it came out, at least in Cali, it was almost seen as the flip side of the coin, right? I can see that, yeah, this um, is definitely a Cali album. Right, and it's like, you know, with, with Good Kid, Mad City, it's a day in the life, but of a cerebral kid, right? Yeah. So, like, when I heard Good Kid, Mad City, I felt like I related to that story. Like, yeah. that very much felt like my story. When I listen to this story, this is very much not my story. This feels like right? Dog it's Pound. It's completely opposite yeah. story. 
Um, and but I but one of the reasons I love TDE, um, the, the Black Hippie Collective, those four rappers, yeah. is because I see my friends in each of them. It's it's almost okay. like a crew of kids from California, and you're gonna have one wild ass nigga. You're gonna have one nigga that don't give a fuck. You're gonna have one nigga that's the fucking nerdy book smart one. That's me. You're gonna have one. You know what I mean? Like they all mm. they're all like you see yourself or one of your friends in in gotcha. each of them. But the one per persona that is missing is YG's persona in mm. that crew. Okay. And why? And like I know like a couple people that are just exactly like this motherfucker. And this album is like a day in the life of that person. And I find that fascinating. That's one of the things I liked about the album. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which we'll we'll get to the highlights in a second. So. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So yeah. So I mean, I got you. You want to you want to kind of talk about the where were you in this so era? So this is two thousand. You said a little bit off mic, so I don't know. Well, two thousand and fourteen. Um, <clears throat> this is right around the time I think that Afrobeat for your soul parties were kind of coming to an end. They just okay. kind of ran their course. Yep. You know, a lot of that crowd was kind of was kind of aging out a little bit. People were getting babies. They're not partying as much. The music itself was also changing. Okay. Um, you know, South African house music wasn't as prominent. For whatever reason, a lot of South African artists were kind of shifting towards hip-hop, which made okay. no sense. Now they're all going Amapiano, which is cool, yep. right? I don't think it's as good as house music, but it's fine. Whatever, okay. like Amapiano's there is cool. Yeah. But a lot of like the big mainstream names were coming out with albums like twice a year. Mm -hmm. It just kind of like stopped. Okay. Underdog and Native Son are now doing like their, you know, they're just trying to remix everything. Um, and they're still doing their like their OK Africa parties, but like some of that like real kind of roots organic African house scene like was just kind of like kind of dying down. Okay. I still want to party though, so I'm now <laughs> starting to go into back into like the mainstream frame a little bit. So I'm I'm going out to like the the lounges like uh like you know Love or or whatever. I'm going out to or Park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can think Love is shut down. Um, park, whatever. I'm I'm going out to that scene more and more. So I do have to listen to a lot of this music. And it's to the point where it's just like, look, I don't like any of this shit. But, you know, if 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 the ladies are dancing, if this is club music, and we got the drinks fl flowing, like, I'm good. Like, I'll tolerate it, but I don't think any of this stuff is good. I'm okay. very, very anti. Okay. Um. So that's just kind of where I am. Now, that being said, I do kind... Like, some of the music starts to get me back into the fray. Some of this trap music... I feel like it finally like found its place. Okay. So the stuff that was like Rack City Bitch, Rack Rack, Rack City, City Bitch, bitch. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. I hate that song. I hate that whole era of music. I think it's all uh, bad. Okay. Okay. Where it kind of started to like bring me back in were songs like uh, Bands and Make a Dance. Like something uh -huh. about that, something about that beat and like the way I feel like it finally like found its sound. Okay. Some of that stuff was like kind of pulling me back in. Songs like Don't Stop. Pop that, don't stop. Pop that, pop that. Like songs like that, I was like, I all right, cool. Like so, there was enough yeah. good hits in there that I could be like, all right, like this is cool. But then a lot of that stuff was just also like, yeah, not I don't, bad. I don't understand how you're distinguishing good and bad. Exactly, I, yeah, it exactly. It, there isn't, no there isn't, and don't, don't try to okay. distinguish it. Like yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and and say that like yeah. my musical taste on what songs I like versus don't like yeah. are consistent. They're not. Okay. I just either I like it no, or I don't like it. And I'm not even busting yeah. the balls, right? Yeah. The reason I'm saying that is because like. I agree that this particular era mm -hmm. is very homogenous. Yeah. And when we talk about the body of this album, we'll talk about that, right? But like, like DJ Mustard was dominating in yeah. this era and he was largely making the same beat over and over again yeah. and selling it to a million niggas, right? Yeah. So like the di distinction between one of those DJ Mustard beats and the other one yeah. being good or bad, to me, they're kind of the same. I mean, it, maybe it's like 
you like the artist or you don't like the artist, yeah. but even the vocal performances were very similar and on a lot of them. And it's, it's weird too, because I mean, look, there's something to be said for the fact that we grew up in an era where it doesn't even matter the music that we were listening to. We just grew up with music there. Therefore, because we grew up with it, we're able to distinguish between the different artists and the different yeah, songs. Yeah. Some people might be like, oh, all that hip hop shit sounds the same. Right. And people from the outside had that criticism, mm -hmm. right? Me looking at a lot of this music from this era, I have that criticism. Okay. I recognize that it's an external bias that I have. So if you want mm -hmm. to disregard that opinion, cool, I get it because the hip hop that I grew up with Face a lot of the same criticism. I get it. Right. That you, being said, you though, can listen to five hundred different Wu Tang albums and distinguish between niggas yes, on them. Yes. So and and I can <laughs> I can also recognize when some of the shit is whack and some of the shit is monotonous. But I can also recognize like why Iron Man is so different from Cuban Links, even though they both feature heavily Ghostface Killer and Raekwon. Right. How they're so different. It's like I can distinguish that, right? <laughs> um, but I can also distinguish that for a lot of contemporary music that I'm listening to now. Mm -hmm. It's just that a lot of this hip hop, I just don't really get that from. Okay. So that's my personal take. But if you disagree and you can distinguish it, cool. Mm -hmm. I get it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so songs like My Nigga, which we're mm -hmm. going to get into. Don't like that song. Um, <laughs> I hear it in the club, fine, I'll dance to it because it is what it is. Yeah. But like, it's just not a song that really resonates with me. Yeah. Whereas, is, is Rich Homie Quan on that record? Mm -hmm. Okay, he's also on that, uh, walk, do, 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 whatever. What's the name of that song? What is the actual, Is Mustard producing that? Maybe. Like, that song I like. Yeah, that's a fire. Right, that song I like, but like I love Rich Homie Quan. This, 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 my nigga, like, it's just, it's just not for me. So, okay. you know, I'm not going to diss the track. It's just, I just don't like it. But like, so when I, when I go through this album the first time and I'm hearing some of those beats, I'm just like, yo, this is not for me. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, and I'm not going to knock it. It's clearly for somebody because the critical reception of this yeah. is very positive. Yeah. So clearly a lot of people like this. Um, <laughs> but look, don't, you know, there's actually a lot of positive things I took from this album. They're not the singles though. Mm. So the single, the, the sound that you get from the singles, that's what draws you to the album. That's not what kept me listening to it um, during the cycle. Those yeah. songs like, yeah, what wasn't for me. So that's kind of that's kind of where I was though. Um, that's my like kind of transitionary period. Wow. So wow. yeah, so where were you? Um, I was here, um, I was doing music. I wanna say, um, I wanna say this is probably around the time like I, I stopped flying out to uh to cali like mm. every month to to try to go to homegrown radio and try to go all these places to to try to do music um <clears throat> what's up no 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 go i'm listening yeah, i'm curious so... um do this for me mm. because and first of all i, I know i'm interrupting but I, mm -hmm. I always find it very amusing how whenever we talk about the where were you i usually talk about like where i am like musically like what mm -hmm. i'm listening to and you always talk about geographically but yeah. what i want to know is where were you in terms of your album releases? So this would have been between New Art, New Money, Radiant Child. Probably like around the Radiant Child. So New frame. Art, New Money is your debut, right? Right. And, and that's, that's 2012. And so, and then um, Radiant Child, Child is, is probably 2015? like 14 okay, okay, or something okay, like right, that. Cool, yeah, cool. yeah. So, so it's probably around that time. New Art, New Money time frame. I'm flying out to, to LA, um, you know, like every month or every other month. I'm recording with artists out there. I'm trying to put get music to radio. I'm doing things like that. Gotcha. Um, Radiant Child's time frame. I'm probably less going hard with trying to 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 get on. Okay. 
but I but I I am still making music, but I'm more so just kind of making it here. So okay. I'm collaborating less out there. Um, not going out to shoot videos and all that other stuff. Um, but but that's that's where I was. I, I would say though, you know, from the perspective of this music stuff, the 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 mustard phenomenon is interesting to <laughs> me because you know mustard has an interesting style, right? It's it's L.A. He's from L.A. Okay, but it's it's very heavily influenced by the Bay and the okay. sound the sound of the Bay. So, um, but but Cali is now is now permeating the charts. So because of the fact that I'm a Cali person and I love Cali, I'm co-signing it, even though gotcha, this ain't gotcha, necessarily gotcha. my vibe, right? So so I know that Mustard's making the same song over and over okay. again. Some of these songs I like, some of them I, I don't, but... Sonically, it's not your vibe or thematically? Because I feel like thematically, this is very reminiscent of the Dog Pound era, in my opinion. Sonically, it's... It's fine, but it's very homogenous, okay. right? Um, I and 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 I was gonna talk about that, but I'll, I'll talk about it here, right? Mustard a, a became the guy that you go to for your single, right? And everybody ran to Mustard, Ugh. and he made them the same record over and over again, right? Yeah. It became very formulaic, but like the criticism of him was you would never go to him for an album, and so this was the first album where somebody actually sat with Mustard, and he made a whole album, and he showed. I can make you a whole album. Interesting. Okay. And after this point, um, the the second time he challenged himself was with Ella May. Um, he did her album and or most of it, and that's an R and B album, right? Mm, okay. So those were the two times where like Mustard just didn't do his same formula over and over gotcha. again, but actually challenged himself to do something. Okay. Um, and so I think when when this came out, my expectations were very low. Um, I don't think that YG is a very gifted rapper. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I I heard the My Nigga, My Nigga song. It's cool, but it's more so propelled by the beat and the hook. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, okay, what's an album by this guy going to sound like? I don't even care. Yeah. So I was very, very pleasantly surprised when the album came out and I heard it. Um, and I also loved that it gave me uh, the persona of this guy because i know i know this guy in the mm. same way that i know kendrick and i know schoolboy q and I, I know a nigga that's like that yeah i know a guy that's exactly like this and so i, I found it interesting to kind of dig into the psyche of this persona of okay. a california person it's interesting that you say that about yg as a as a rapper um when i do my notes i always go through i do notes I do highlights, lowlights, critical reception, and then I just go track for track mm -hmm. and I write things down, right? Mm -hmm. So in my notes, I go through several times. Mm -hmm. So the first time I'm like, is asking a lot of me to enjoy an album like this. YG is, is limited as a lyricist and the yes. music doesn't do near enough to compensate. Okay. And then I say, after that, after a few more listens, like, okay, overall, I don't like this album, but I respect it. Mm -hmm. And then I say, all right, there's a realness that's worth respecting. Yeah. Um, and when we when we get into the highlights, a lot of that actually has to do with just like the personality of YG. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's some musical things too. There's there's definitely some artistry in terms of like the sequencing of the albums and how they uh, connected the, the the themes or whatnot. So right, we, right. I'm sure we can get into that as well. Yeah. But um, should we get into the uh, the critical reception? Yeah, let's. Yeah, I mean, it seems like this was very highly uh, received. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I feel like I sat on the sidelines of the the critical reception in that like. I didn't know if it was paid for oh, or people okay. really liked it. Like, gotcha. like I couldn't tell if it was, well, we like Good Kid, Mad City. And so this is the California Renaissance. So let's just say California gotcha. is good. Gotcha. Or if it was, he's on Def Jam and Def Jam has a, a really big budget. And so let's say that we love this. 
or if people really, really connected with it. And the reason I say that is because I did see like a flurry when it first came out, a flurry of good, uh, like critical reception. And then I never heard anybody talk about it again. Mm. So I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, obviously, I don't have anything to add to the critical reception other right. than when I listened to it, when I read it, I was a little surprised because when high. I first, well, I first listened to it, I was like, I was not feeling this at all. Okay. Um, but then after I started to understand some things, I was like, okay, I, I get why this would have been received well. Yeah. It's not necessarily my bag, but I get it. There's actually okay. a lot of positives that you could take from this album. Yeah. So uh, let's just get into that then. The yeah. uh, the, the the overarching highlights. Should, yeah. should I start? Yeah, start. So first of all, the um, song length and the album length mm-hmm. is pretty short, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is good. Very concise. Um, but I think it's very important for an album like this that I do believe is is personal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like... It's it's personal, it's not. So it's like, yeah, he's telling a story, but he's also just kind of just like telling like a general story as well. Right. Of a person who, he makes it very easy for anybody else to like relate to what he's talking about. So right. while he is talking about some personal things, mm-hmm. he's also just kind of talking about like some some generic things as well. As it is just kind of like going through like an everyday, uh, a life in the everyday right. person like YG, right? right. Um, and I think the conciseness for that helps it. It makes it not be bloated. Yeah. So there's no real songs on here that don't need to be there. And I think that that, from a musical choice, um, I think that, you know, that's definitely a highlight for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the skits and the album narration, I mean, like, there's they're perfect. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is that the way that they help transition between the tracks. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, when you have a song like um, uh, Do It To You, mm-hmm. followed by Me and My Bitch, and, mm-hmm. like, how that transitions to that, I think is very, very appropriate. Right. Um, and then you go from, you know, really be and then 1 a.m. and thank God to sorry mama. Like mm-hmm. the flow of that, the run of that thematically just makes like absolute perfect sense. Yep. So I have to give props for that. Yeah. Um, and that 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 last was it four or five tracks? Mm-hmm. Uh, two, three. That last track run was really what saved the album for me yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, so I have to I have to give her props for that. And then the other thing too is just <clears throat> YG's energy. Yeah. I respect it. Like, yeah. look, I'm not YG. Mm-hmm. I don't have any friends that are YG, but okay. YG is a person. There are plenty of people who can understand him. Um, yeah. who, his whole persona is going to resonate with them. Yeah. And I think that he really conveys that on here. And he's yeah. unapologetic about everything he's saying, about everything yeah. he's doing. Yeah. And I think that it really connects with the music and, and the project that he that he's doing. So yeah. I, I had to give him props. Yeah. So YG is definitely a highlight for me on this. That's for sure. That's it. I, I got YG as a highlight too. I said YG is the Doug Flutie of hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if wow. you remember. You remember Doug Flutie? Of course, of Flutie course. Flakes. Flutie Flakes. Yeah, yeah. man. So, so uh, you know, for folks that don't know who Doug Flutie is, right? <laughs> Doug Flutie was a quarterback in the '90s. Yeah. He was like five nine. Yeah. The nigga could barely see over the O line. Somehow, he had such a natural feel for the game that, yeah. like, he could throw touchdown passes and not even see over the O line, and it yeah. was just like. This is incredible. How is he doing this? That's how I felt listening to this album for the mm, first time. Because I'm like, you. YG's not good at rapping. <laughs> but somehow I'm entertained and I'm yeah. going along for the ride. Yeah. Um, he's standing next to people like Kendrick Lamar yeah. and Schoolboy Q, who I have a lot of respect for. And he's not getting washed. And he doesn't sound like he's out of place. He sounds like he's right there. He's confidently not a great rapper, is a gangster, and and he's comfortable with that. And it works. Yeah. Um. Uh, the the next is is DJ Mustard. Okay. Um, and I said in hindsight, this album sounds dated and repetitive, right? Um, because DJ Mustard's sound was dated and repetitive. However, he was the man of the moment at the time. 
Um, he was the guy you locked in for the Smash single, but he showed us here that he could do a whole album. Gotcha. And the fact that he does have records, you know, in here, the the I really be smoking. I I'm not sure if he did that beat, but you know, there's different beats in in here that like that have different paces and different mm -hmm. feelings and things like that. It's not just the same. Hey, hey. Hey, that's true. Hey, that you hear on every single DJ Mustard single. Ty Dolla Sign, Chorus, and Terrace Martin did really be smoking. Okay, yeah, but you know, like there's there are records that, yes. and I, I don't I don't have them off the top, and I probably should should scroll to it. But there are records on here, right, that have like a different pace and tone mm -hmm. um, than the normal Mustard shit that Mustard actually did. Like, um, let me so do it to you um, is one. Sorry, Mama's one. Um, you know, so I mean, I mean, you know, so I uh, know Meet the Flockers was was Mike Free, but you you get what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like, there's there's kind of different different tones and textures yeah. than just the regular mustard copy and paste gotcha. um, on some of the, those records. So I give him that. Okay. Um, I said skits they work and they keep the the story moving along. Yes. You said the same thing. The flow of the album it flows great mm -hmm. uh, between the skits and the song selection. Um, the features I said uh, I should have mentioned that Yeah the features De were good Def Jam must have paid A pretty penny <laughs> For some of these features And they sound like They belong And they sound like They want to be there Yeah So low lights What you got Alright So we've already <laughs> said, Teased it right. before I'm not particularly Fond of this era uh -huh, Right So uh -huh. we just have to Put that there That's not going to change It is what it is Yeah Doesn't mean that There aren't some gems Coming out from this That maybe I haven't heard But this is not Necessarily one of them Yeah So you know Spoiler alert I probably will not be Going back to revisit This album And that's fine yeah. Right So we'll, we'll just keep that there Um Yo, I, Mustard is not a highlight for me. I yeah. dislike the majority of this production. Okay. Doesn't mean I, I hate every Mustard beat. There's a few on here that I like. Uh -huh. But the, for the most part, Mustard is not doing it for me. Well, and so the singles, I, I do not like... Like, the two big singles that I remember mm -hmm. are My Nigga and the other one is um, the Who one with love? Drake. Who do you love? Who do you love? I don't... I don't... I don't hate that one. Okay. I don't dislike it. It's fine. It's not yeah. a highlight for me, but it's it's fine. Okay. I dislike My Nigga. Okay. Right? Um, so generally, and those are the only singles that I remember. I don't remember yeah. the other one. I think Left Right is not yeah, one, but Left that right was, was a single. single. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the singles on here, I, I don't really like. So I okay. think that the things that would really draw people and attract people to the album, as I stated before, those were lowlights to me. Okay. I think the filler of this album is actually like the real meat of it. Mm. And that to me is where I'm like, okay, that's where the real substance is. And that, those are the things about YG, the, the things that he's doing that I can appreciate. So, but yeah. a lot of the stuff that would really, you know, that you know, would probably go on people's playlists, nah. Yeah. Nah. Those are those are a lot of lights for me. Okay. So, surprisingly though, YG, not a low yeah. light. So YG is kind of a low light for me gotcha. in that um he's clearly not a great rapper and there yeah. are there are moments in the album where you where you oh you realize can tell that yeah yeah, yeah where is. you're like oh shit you know some what of I mean? his flow sounds like i started how i started rapping when i was in fifth grade yeah <laughs> yeah and I mean? it's weird because it's almost like he he made that a style yeah like like you know I don't, I don't know if it's it's not even like necessarily like offbeat it's just kind of all over the place sometimes yeah. um uh my other low light is too many girl joints um yeah really? yeah okay. and and you know i I realize about myself that I can be a bit cerebral and eggheady. So mm -hmm. like, so I prefer girl joints where you're actually talking to the girl. Um, and I think that, you know, to his credit, YG is kind of just like brash, ignorant, hood nigga. And so some of his girl joints where he'd be just talking to chicks any kind of way, like that's, 
probably how, what he really does. So, you know what I What mean? are we considering yeah. girl joints? Obviously, uh-huh. do it to you and me and my bitch, right? Uh-huh. Those are girl joints. All so right. then um, I consider left, right a okay. girl joint. Right, like, right. like if you are if you're, if you have a song where you're talking about Chanel and Dolce and, and shake your ass okay. cheek and all that other shit, like okay. that's a girl, a girl joint to me. It's like not a girl joint like, I love you, girl, but, yeah. you know, type, okay. of, type of deal. Okay. Um, yeah, so those are those are my, my okay. uh, low lights. Well, let's get into this uh, track for track analysis, shall we? Let's get it. So, Mama's speech intro. Keenan Daquan Ray motherfucking Jackson. I hope you ain't out there hanging with them gang members. <laughs> it's a highlight for me just yeah. because it's, it's great. Uh, I, I know it's so only too. a 15 second intro and it's just whatever. It's I great. think so too. Uh, I also want to say that I, 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 I appreciate the fact that like it's foreshadowing the events on the yes. album. Because yes. she tells him that you're going to end up in jail like your daddy, and then yeah. he ends up in jail. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Highlight. Uh, so, two, BPT. It's not a highlight, but like, I, I like, okay. I like what it is, like, like what it, what it is and what it does. Okay. Um, is it a highlight for you? Yeah. It's one of the few mustard beats on here that I like. Okay. This one and the next one. So, these are both, these are both highlights. So, but so yeah. The synth is a little annoying to me. That's fair. Yeah, it's a little annoying. Um, but you know, I, I'm not a, I'm not a gangster. I'm not a gang member. I definitely came up around enough of them that like, yeah. like the whole gang shit is like, like you, you like you, you, you make it well known where you at, like where you from, like, like mm-hmm. nigga, this is where I'm from. This is what I do. Like, yeah. and so the fact that he start, he opens the album with that, um, and then he tells the story about how he got put onto a set. Um, I, I I like it. Like I, I like what it's about. So we'll get to the gang stuff in a second. One of the bars that I highlight in here, um, which I just I always find this so hilarious, mm-hmm. is give you a blind date, have my bitch pick you up, and have one of my top members stick you up. Yeah, yeah. I just think like, for whatever reason, this this idea never gets old to me. Whether you're not you see it in <laughs> movies or television shows or just hearing the songs, uh-huh. the idea that you you set dudes up. By teasing them with pussy uh-huh. and like, and then you just take them for everything. Like yeah. it never gets old for me. So for whatever reason, like when I you heard that, that, I just started laughing. <laughs> I just started laughing. But yeah. look, all right. Uh, so look, I don't want to offend anybody, right? Okay. I just need to make some comments about how I feel about converting oh, C's to the B's, only okay. because I just find it. I think it's fair for me to find it entertaining because it's. It's so inconsistent. It seems uh-huh. so arbitrary when they do it. Sometimes they yeah. do it and sometimes yeah. they don't. Yeah. And it just feels like, I don't want to say it's jarring. It just feels like extra. It just feels like, yeah. I don't know if they're being silly or if they're being for real. I feel like they're being for yeah. real. Yeah. I don't know. I, I love that. Um, I love it because the inconsistency is, yeah. is how it really is. Yeah. And so growing up around a couple of these niggas that try to do this shit, it is inconsistent because it's like yeah. that's the thing it's like me. when they remember it's like when they remember to do it, but then yeah. sometimes they don't. Yeah, um, and that's just hilarious to yeah. me too. Okay, okay. Um, but right. but that's only them to say about that. Oh, okay, but yeah, you know he's from Compton instead of CPT it says BPT. He's from, no, he's from he's Bompton. from Bompton. He's and from that, BPT, and that and that's real actually. Yeah. Like that's a distinction, right? Because I think prior to him. You know, I mean, we had we had Quick, but he's from a different yeah. era, era of the blood side of Compton and what that that's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is like the newer, younger era. We have Nipsey, who's who's you know six zero Crip hardcore. He's he's doing that tough. Now Kendrick is from Bompton too. He's from that part of Compton as well, a blood part, but he's not a gang member. Yeah. So you know, he's telling the story from the perspective of a kid that's trying to be on the straight and narrow and yeah. surrounded by this. Whereas like this guy is 
this is me. I am this. I'm from this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought his story about, you know, how how he got put on to the hood and how, you know, it, it, four, four niggas came and jumped him. You know, he he, he did his stuff. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He was one dude, he could he could have did him dirty, but he didn't want to do that because then that would have disrespected him. Like, I thought that that whole story was like, wow, okay, yeah, this, this dude is really telling his story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do Crips do this? Do what? The convert Bs to Cs? Yeah. They do? Yeah. I've never heard of Crip do it. Um, Snoop does it. Um, So, like, you'll hear him, like, for example, um, Dipping down Long Beach, Sullivan. I only rise with my dogs. That's instead of Boulevard, uh, he's saying Sullivan. Snoop does it like a lot. Okay. Yeah, but it's like off and on. Like you said, it's not consistent. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so now we have I Just Want a Party featuring Schoolboy Q and J Rock. Highlight. So he's, he's featuring uh, two TDE dudes, right? Yeah. It's it a might highlight for me. My too. Highlight of highlights. I thought you, I thought you that, said you didn't like any of the singles. I Just Want a Party is a single? I thought it was a single. Let me look it up. Uh, singles. Anyway, oh, no, I guess it, it wasn't. It I, guess it, I guess it was a local local single to the yeah. homies. We, we definitely played it. Yeah, no, um, but it is a mustard production. Um, yeah. It's a highlight, particularly for the hook. Yeah. I love the hook. The hook I love is great. The hook too. So um, it's also, I think, I really enjoy Schoolboy Q's verse as well. <sighs> so good. His feature is really, really good. So good. It's so entertaining and just like, oh, so it's perfect. good. So yeah, so for me, yeah. like, this one, two, three is a good start to the album for me. Yeah. So it's uh it's, um and and I yeah. think that transition, right, from BPT into I just wanna party is yeah. is a really good transition. Yeah. Right. Um I think like you said, the hook is great. Um my favorite thing about this joint though is that like so all right, he's 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 gives his BPT shit. We're telling about his set and where he's from. Mm-hmm. This joint, you have three different gang members from three different sets. Yeah. And each person starts the shit with Nigga, I'm from, yeah. and they tell you where they're from, and then their whole verse is like, essentially, if I'm in the party, this is what I'm doing, or this yeah. is what me and my niggas are doing, which I fucking love. Yeah. Um, but I, you're right, I love, I love uh, Schoolboy Q's uh, verse on this joint, and um, and I love when he says, uh, "I'm Hoover stomping to the cops come." Which is hilarious because I've, I'm a Schoolboy Q fan. I've never seen this nigga Hoover stomp. But, but you know, that's there. You know, Crips got the Crip walk, Bloods, Bloods B walk. The people from where he's from, they do a Hoover stomp. That's their okay. their their gang dance or whatever. Um, but uh, I, I just like that because I've never actually seen him Hoover stomp. But that's fucking hilarious. Um, and also, shout out to the Hoovers for winning the World Series. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all got that one. Uh, World Series was his... Houston, Houston Astros. Oh, they uh, won. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I can't say the Phillies, and I and I don't fuck with Houston. Those are my what? two. Fa- those are my two least. They're favorite. cheaters. Exactly. Ew. My two least favorite franchises in the MLB. But, but the, I but can't the, fucking stand. But but the Phillies. reason the reason why you can't wear a Houston Astros hat in LA is because of the Hoovers. That's their shit. And so uh, you know, so so the the Hoovers won won the World Series. Shout okay. out to y'all. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, but but also this is my either first or second favorite J Rock verse. It's either this or Money Trees. Okay. Um, but this J-Rock verse is so good. And and it has my favorite J-Rock line, which is, you a fax machine. We can't call it, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. And I love, I love, uh, I love J-Rock's whole verse. I love Schoolboy Q's whole verse. I love how Schoolboy Q goes. Um, <laughs> some of my like, nigga, I'm from Hoover Street. Um, he, he, he goes, dirty pictures in my cell phone. 
uh, on 52nd Street, I'm well known. Like, I just love, like, the way he comes off on his whole shit, man. Nah, it's definitely Money good. ain't everything, but bitch, I'm rich. Money ain't everything, I'm still gonna crip. <laughs> this song is my favorite song on here, probably. Gotcha. Um, and then the last thing I want to say is um, I, I love the, uh, the Sugar Free reference. The, um, okay. Uh, he says, uh, I never hit a woman, but I'll beat the shit out of a bitch while you bullshitting. Right? And so they, they take that. And then at the very end of the song, they have like somebody who sounds like Sugar Free say like, I'll beat the fuck out of a nigga. Why you bullshitting? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like that too. That was funny. Um, yeah, because I just want to party. But, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. So now we get into uh, left, right feature. Is, wait, is Mustard featured on here as a vocalist? Um, maybe the hook? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, I hate this beat. Yeah, I hate it too. Hate the beat. So it's a low light for me. Okay. It's uh, not It's not a low light for me. Well, um, there's actually some bars in here that I quite like. Oh, well, like what? So let me see. So he says, um, I need action while I'm relaxing and the bitch knows some gymnastics so she could divide her legs on this dick like a fraction. Mm-hmm. It's like, look, it's kind of simple. I feel like that's something I would have wrote <laughs> when I was in the high school, but nevertheless, like I was so entertained by it. Um, but then he says, okay, I'm a Pisces. She's a Taurus. She says she's expensive. Well, I could afford it. Never pay for it, but I could explore it. Have your tongue out and the legs cocked open like a Jordan. Then he says, uh, he she want to strip and make a million rice. So How's this a low light? But you know all right? the bars. Because I wrote them down. <laughs> I wrote them down. Look, it's a low light because of the beat is trash. I cannot okay. stand the beat. Uh. But um, but that bar, like those bars at the end, she want to strip and make a million right so she could get rich and feel the children right. I started laughing. I thought, I thought that shit was funny. Mm, so yeah. I, I don't like this song. Um, the one thing I remember about this is the homie Brian, you know, rest in peace. He loved this song. Oh, really? And he would always be like, whenever I come through, oh, yo, Yink is from L.A., yo, put that shit on. And then, and then he would play left, right. Um, and I remember girls liking this song. I remember really? when we were around girls, you know, he, when he would play this song, like, girls liked it. So, you oh, know, okay. shout out to, you know, people who uh, understand, you know, make girl joints that girls like. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of YG's story, you know, revolves around smashing hood rats. And so, like... You have to have a record like this or some record like this. Like, they make sense. And I remember this record getting some airplay at at the time. Yeah, I think it was a single. I think it was the second single. But like I said, look, there's a few bars on here that entertain me, but that, ooh, I do not like beats like this. Yeah, I didn't like it either. um, Bick and Back being bold. Bick and Back being bold. I'm just thinking back, being bold. I love this shit. This is a low light for me. Oh, my gosh. It's definitely a highlight. Look, It's that motherfucking gangster shit. I'm amused by like the lyrics and the energy, but again, the beat is just not something that uh, I just oh, not really. Feel I love, I love this beat, um, and and I, I feel like this is like the obligatory Bompton record, like okay, and and it made me chuckle because it reminded me of the niggas that I know that that talk like this or okay. you know like you know all the B's and the C's. Yeah, like I said, Snoop uh, did it here and there, um, and I just I just I, I think that I like the story. Okay. And I like that he narrated the story with the with the you know the blood the bee shit, um, and then it goes you know straight into the the flock the the you know the, yeah the, meet the, the flockers yeah to meet the flockers like I thought yeah. that that transition was well that focused. sound bed at the end of the song I do like yeah I thought that about. was gonna be a song I was like oh what is this and then hey I just, got the top flow yeah on pyro we finna be oh nigga I love that shit well let's get into that meet the flock flockers featuring TC it's a highlight yeah. for me yeah yeah I suck. The so- like musically, it's not a highlight yeah. for me, but I like I like that I really like that skit at the end of the last yeah. joint, and I like that he did this. Song. You know what I mean? Yeah, 
for me, I, I said, look, the, the beat is cool enough. It's not great, but it's yeah. cool enough. Yeah. Um, I like the story and I like the concept of like how to rob a house. Kind of like, mm-hmm. it's almost like, it's not 10 crack commandments, but it's just like a how-to or something. Yeah. Apparently, according to DJ Academics, at least what I saw in the Genius, that people were actually referencing the song on how to rob a house. Uh, he got into he got in trouble with the Chinese. Community. Well, yeah, that yeah, did happen naturally. because because initially, it, um, before they bleeped it out, it yeah. said find a find a Chinese neighborhood yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. and then um, they they, they definitely they like, like, they like stop it, stop it, uh, Asian hate. You know, folks yeah. got got them, but um. But I think this is this came out in the time frame I think when people were doing what they call scam rap. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like people were like basically giving you the instructions of how to do something illegal in yeah. a song, and then you know whatever you could do it. Um, I don't care so much about that. Um, but I do know you know growing up in Southern California, like my era, this was the crime that people uh, of our age group did. Yeah. So like you know. You and I went to college around the same time, mm-hmm. so we're we went to college. But the niggas that didn't go to college, you know, this was the the most you know prevalent crime. So like, I have a homeboy who you know went to jail for for like flocking, like that was a, a thing. Gotcha. Um, and and you know, so I think I think while he did get some backlash for this, he also has another song that's out now where he like flips the concept of how to rob by Fifty Cent. Um and, and and he's talking about like strong arm robbing people. Mm. Um and he got a lot of backlash for that because of PNB Rock uh, being killed in LA recently, and basically people were saying that that was insensitive of him to make a song about that. But he was like, Nah, I just make songs about what's going on in LA, and yeah. this is what's going on in LA. Like this is what people are doing. So gotcha. I think that's what 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 it was. It's just this is the crime du jour. YG himself went to jail for mm-hmm. this, so it's like which he, he kind of talks about. Yeah, exactly. So he know he knows this, and he's kind of just laying it out. Uh, I got to shout out something that TC says. He says, "Hit the first drawer, <laughs> grab a nigga some socks." I just I, I thought that was so funny because it's like, yo, everybody keeps socks on the first drawer. So and whether yeah, whether or not like he's on there too, whether or not he's grabbing socks because he actually just wants some socks, or he's doing it because he doesn't have gloves. <laughs> Whatever, right? Doesn't matter. Like, hit the yeah. first drawer, grab a nigga some socks. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay, all right. I like this. I actually like the skit better than this song. That's the skit up. beforehand. I like yeah. that that sound bed that's in the background. Yeah, that, yeah. And yeah. I like the part where um, that's when the sound it, when bed. First, yeah, it's at the end of the uh, big and back. Being yeah, yeah and when they when they first break in, right? And then the, you hear the sound bed in the background, and they're looking around, and then they hear somebody, and yeah. and he's like, yo, 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 keep it down. And then the the, the beat goes down in volume. Mm. And then they're like, oh, no, no, we good. All right, we in there, blood. And they like, then the volume comes back up. Like, I like that shit a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so now we get into My Nigga featuring Jeezy and Rich Homie Kwan. Another great transition. Yeah. Um, the, you know, the, it comes out of the flocking situation, which I love the fact that TC is on the, the last record, by the way, because... Flocking is a team sport. Like niggas, niggas, niggas do that yeah, shit together. Sure. So yeah. you know, you, you get you get both of them in there. And then you know, at the very end, he says something about like some 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 gotta call my nigga. And then my yeah, nigga, yeah, my sure. nigga, and it just yeah. drops. Um, it so, was a good transition, but then yeah. it stopped being good for me after that. This record was really popular. It was. Um, I didn't care about it so much, mm-hmm. but I love Rich Homie Quan so much that like I just like like the hook because I like Rich Homie Quan. Yeah. The one thing that I like about this song or remember about this song is it reminds me that Jeezy was on CTE or uh, he was on CTE with Jeezy. YG gotcha. was. Because I for- completely forgot about that. But other than that, I don't really care about this. I don't have anything to add. Uh, it's a low life for me. So okay. that's it. Yeah. yeah. So now we get into Do It To You featuring Tiefly. 
T Fly. T Fly. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. T Fly. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like him on the hook. Okay. But I feel I feel like I should have been like Ty Dolla Sign or something like okay. that. But um, so all right, it's not a low light for me, but mm-hmm. all right, conceptually it's a highlight in the context of the album. Yeah. Musically, sonically, it's not a highlight, and there's nothing lyrically on here that I would like that I highlighted. Right. Yeah. But what amused me so much is this, particularly in the first verse, he's talking about like I love this thing, and he's not he's not the only one doing this. I love this thing when rappers like. They talk to this girl, they're trying to spit game, and it's like, oh, I can do it to you. Like, you know, your, your man's, your baby daddy, he ain't doing it right. <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like, bro, you have your own baby mamas. You have your own woman at home, right? right? And I was like, while you're spitting this to someone else, uh, like someone else is backing in your girl. And then at the end, yeah. that happens. And right. I just started busting out laughing. <laughs> so it was so funny that like, he's 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 doing this song and he's saying these things. Uh, and that's the first thing that comes into my mind. And then by the end of it, like to hear that, to hear that come back the- The way you thought yeah, of it. I yeah, just, I just enjoyed that so much. So look, like sonically, it's not, it's yeah. not a highlight. But I love that it's in there. So when you said right. that, you know, too many girl joints, it's like, I would not take this out of the album at all. Yeah, um, yeah I, I love that it's there. So it, I, I, yeah. I actually, it's a highlight for me. Gotcha. Um, I do it to you. Um, I mean, you know, Let's Play House is a West Coast classic. Yeah. Um, you know, I almost wish that that I had Nate Dogg on, on this joint, you know, as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, any Let's Play House joint just kind of becomes an instant classic. Gotcha. Uh, T-Fly is... Uh, he was uh, one of Nipsey's homies as well. Mm. I, I don't love him on so many things, but I don't mind him on this record. Like, I think okay. he sounds he sounds fine. So, yeah, this record's dope. So then we get into Me and My Bitch featuring Tory Lanez. Um, yeah, you know, I've never really followed Tory Lanez's career. He's just a name I've always heard. I think it was the first time I've actually associated his voice to his name. That's how okay. little I care about Tory Lanez. Yeah. And uh, yeah, his voice doesn't do it for me at all. Yeah, I don't like this shit. Uh, low light, low light back then. Um, Tory Lanez is a hard pass for me now. Yeah. I, I, I I don't fuck with him, so I didn't even listen to this shit. It's 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 not a low light for me, yeah. precisely because of the reasons I said on the previous track. Yeah. I like how these two songs dovetail one another. I yeah. think it's very very necessary for the record. Okay. So I'm not gonna say it's a low light, but it's not a highlight for me either. Some of the instrument, instrumentation was cool. Um, mm. And look, I, I feel what he's talking about, right? Like, yeah. even though, look, you've done your dirt as well. I feel you, you know, your girl cheats on you. You don't trust her anymore. It was whatever, like, mm. we can we can unpack that and we can say where you might be wrong in certain situations. But nevertheless, that's how you feel. You put it on the record. It's cool. So yeah. not a highlight, but, you know, I get it. Yeah. So now we get into Who Do You Love featuring Drake. Who Do You Love. This is the record that got Drake extorted. <laughs> well, <laughs> so how I so? Love it. Um, so this was around the time of the... The, the is Drake writing his own music uh, controversy okay, anyway? Okay, okay. Yeah. But um, his verse is basically like he basically copied and pasted a rap and forte verse from like the nineties. <laughs> so um, I got a shorty named Texas Sin. She got a buddy named LJB, and yeah, you know the deal. There's like a there's like a rap and forte verse that you could literally just put the lyrics right up next to each other, and they're like. Right, so exactly he pulled a Jay Z. So <laughs> damn, <laughs> I guess yeah. So, uh, so Rapper Forte uh, and them niggas was basically like, yo, um, pay up or else. Interesting. And so then Drake ended up cutting a, a substantial check uh, to get the Rapper Forte and them niggas off of him. Interesting. Um, and and uh, yeah, so okay. so they, they that 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 was like the kind of the controversy around this record. But okay. I like this record a lot. I like the beat. 
Um, I like the little hook. Like, like I, I like this joint. I don't, I don't dislike it. It's cool. So like, between the two mm-hmm. singles, mm-hmm. if you're gonna give me one, it's gonna be this one. Yeah. Um, I'm that nigga with the plug. I'm yeah. that nigga that got homies who be selling drugs. I'm that nigga. Hey, I like this. It's, yeah, nigga, I don't, I don't nigga. dislike it. I don't dislike it. A Bank of America account got yeah. six figures. <laughs> Oh man, I like this shit. Now we're getting to really be smoking and drinking, featuring Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar. And this is my highlight of highlights. I woke up this morning. I had a boner. With the <laughs> last night with no bitch nigga. I, I was, was a loner. loner. Yo, um, that, that's my favorite start to a song ever, yo. <laughs> so there's so many things I love about this song. Um, we'll get into the content in a second, but just like, first of all, it's definitely got that like old school. Yep. Is it like Schooly D? Or Cooley, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, Schooly D, maybe. Yeah, it just got that old school vibe to yeah. it with the flow and everything. And I'm a fan of when modern rappers reference old school styles and flows yeah. and it like matters disrespectfully. Type, type thing. Yeah, and they yeah. do it respect, especially that era. Yeah. Not like, okay, you don't need to sound like Kubo D or Fresh Prince, right. but like that, that era, yeah. I kind of. Dig that shit. And he made it his own. Yeah, he did. I felt like though, instrumentation wise, it actually kind of reminded me of UGK. Um, you Look, know, I have a like, I yeah, have a beat yeah, that yeah. I try to make the the kind of like reminds me of this. Yeah, so this fire. yeah, the, the 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 beat is fire. The instrumentation, especially at the end. When they start doing their yeah, little like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that shit. That shit is fire. But yeah, look, yeah. look, he says, he says, uh, now I'm riding through traffic with Tupac blasting with the bitches irritating from all these questions she asking. asking. Like bitches, I fuck. When, how, and, and where? where? You ate my main bitch, so why the fuck what do, do you, you care? care? That Love shit, it. like this, the the thing is, I've gotten on this podcast before, <laughs> and I've bemoaned when people have like said things that are particular. Like I like. I bemoan the fact that they have said a rhyme that I'm like, I've, I'm listening to it, it the, gonna... for the first time and I can hear what they're saying yeah, and yeah. I can sing along with them. Right. I did that to this when the, the when you he said, my you ain't my main bitch. bitch. So, wow. And I was like, so why the fuck do you care? I said that, but I started laughing. Like for me, it worked. It's <laughs> yeah. like, this time, this time is going to be an exception. Generally, I, I can't stand that shit. He landed but when it. he landed, when he did it here, I was like, yo, that shit's hilarious. Yeah. And I know you can call it misogynistic, whatever. I don't care. That shit had me in stitches. YG is definitely a misogynist, and I think I think he would be cool with me saying that. Oh, he's like, uh, like ask me like who I fuck, when, how, and where. <laughs> I should have laughed, but that shit was funny. Wait, my main bitch. So why the fuck do you care? Oh man, yeah, it's bad. Look, occasionally, occasionally we just gonna be some. Some, some some niggas. Yeah, exactly. Yo, this is just one of those moments. But yo, uh, this was also the era when Kendrick was having this insane run of features, and he's dope yeah, one here yeah, too. Yeah, he's gonna hit too. Yeah, he's gonna hit too. But I don't, don't need, need him, him on I here agree. for this shit to be I hot. Agree. Yo. I agree. I actually would have rather he wasn't on here. I almost wish he, he was on a different song. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. you know the other thing too, the thing I like about this is that like as silly as this, as silly as what he's saying is, uh-huh. the stress he's feeling is for real. Yeah, he's yeah. like, nah, like I'm going through some shit, and this is why I'm drinking, and this is why I'm smoking. Like uh-huh. I'm really feeling it. And then it it, the rest, the way it transitions into the rest of the albums, like right. these are the things that are stressing me out. Right. So let's let's get into that. One a.m. Yeah. Uh, highlight for you? Yeah. Highlight for me. It's simple, but it's effective. Yo, this is a run for me. Yeah, it's a run yeah, for me as well. Yeah, yeah. It's a run for me as well. So, you know, I, I think this is the the you know, he he the karma coming back yes. part of this album, yes. right? So it's like he, you know, he's he 
his boy hits him, you know, yo, let's go rob these niggas mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, you know, he rolls, but then his man ends up robbing him, yeah. right? Um, and then, and then he ends he up stu- gets, and then he gets arrested. Then he gets arrested. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I like the um the next episode um reference, the how you feel, whoopie whoop, nigga. Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I like that. Um, I really like the production on this joint. I mm-hmm. like the, the the drum choice. Yeah. And I like that this is a Metro Boomin beat that doesn't sound like all them other annoying ass Metro Boomin beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't have anything else to add, but yeah. this is just a highlight for me. It's a great run. Like, this is the yeah. most critical run to the album. So, sure. you know, look, even though Do It To You and Me and My Bitch aren't highlights and mm-hmm. Who Do You Love aren't highlights, Really, like the back half of this album, from eight into the to the rest, is like a solid run. Yeah, really. Yeah. So for me, anyway. Uh, but now we get into the Thank God interlude featuring Big TC and mm-hmm. RJ. Yeah. And it's it's so interesting because like the first time listening to it, I was like, why? Like this is mixed horribly. Yeah. Right. But then after a while, and especially like like actually understanding the nuances of what YG is talking about, and he mm-hmm. does have some well, not nuances, but the, the yeah. depth rather. Yeah. Um, of one I am and like the whole story that he's telling throughout the course of the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's kind of intentional. Like it sounds like Big T C is the one who's who's singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he like is singing from jail or something? So yeah, so that so the deal is Big T C is Ty Dollasan's older brother. Okay. He went to jail for a murder that I think they say he actually didn't do or something like Interesting. that. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, but but he is like, you know, essentially uh, Ty Dolla Sign's like biggest musical influence. Oh, okay. So he actually has a really good voice and he can sing. Like, yeah. He's like part of the reason why Ty Dolla Sign even does music. Yeah. And so um, this is really dope that they got him on here. Yeah. And it really aligns with what, he's ta- what they're talking about. And like you said, even though it's going to sound like it's mixed poorly because it's it's coming through a phone probably yeah um it aligns with what the song is about yeah. so it kind of works and it also aligns with rj's feature because right because he, he's calling he's mom. Bo- yeah he's calling from a mom leaving a voicemail yeah. and the thing that i love about this is that he's referring to yg as keenan right which gives us so such a personal exactly. touch exactly and like exactly. i know it's like simple but that that shit really worked for me i agree it really really worked for yeah. me and like that really tied the whole thing together and i was like yeah. all right you know, because look, the, the first yeah. couple of times I listened to this album, I'm just kind of like, I'm just absorbing. I'm not really like paying attention. Right. But then as I started to pay attention and when it gets to this song in that moment, I was like, okay, yeah. I get it. And I if, get if it, you're it. if you're familiar with RJ, right? I like RJ, um, but RJ is also very, he's very like West Coast gangbang, misogynistic. Mm. Um, the fact that he kind of tones it down because yeah. he's talking to somebody's mother. Yes, yes, it, yes. You can tell. You know what yeah, I mean? So he even he, apologizes for cursing. Yeah, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I apologize. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's dope. It's and it's verse. like, and it's clearly like, they did like a really good job, like you're saying, of yeah. like sticking the landing with the details yeah. of like how you would talk to somebody's mother as yeah. opposed to, and you know, he's apologizing for, you know, it, like his behavior and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and saying that, you know, he needs he needs uh, the, the mom or whatever. So I, I thought they they did really well. With and this. then they transitioned that in, transitioned that into Sorry, Sorry Mama, Mama featuring yeah. Ty Dolla Sign, which, look, sonically, musically, it's not necessarily a highlight for me, but yeah. within the run, it, it does it a good job of, you know, bookending the run, I, agree. I think. I agree. So, I, I, I don't love it musically. Yeah. Um, I really, I feel like this is one of the records where YG not being a great rapper kind of comes out because true. there's extended extended rap mm-hmm. on, on here. But I like everything that's going on, and yeah. so it works. Yeah, and then at the very, very end, is he leaving a voicemail for his baby moms or something? I, I think it's Slim 400 calling his baby mom about money yeah. that that's supposed to go on his books. Yeah. 
So I guess maybe that's supposed to be like that's his man's in in jail who like they're but, Cody Cody type of situation. For me, it's just it's like like I said, I think with YG, it's not specifically personal. It's kind right, of like right. I think there's there's enough specifically personal, exactly. but there's also just like a, a generational thing. He's like, look, this is this is my situation. He's yeah. like, I'm in. So that's his man's, but like that could also just be him or anybody yeah. else. That's it's fair. like, and it's not saying that the Slim 400 is right or wrong. That's yeah. just the situation. I feel like it's teeing up Slim 400's album because be I think because too. I think he was Slim 400 was supposed to be his first artist. After. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I think that should wrap it up for uh, My Crazy Life by YG. Yeah, are yeah. we are we giving this one a rating or what are we doing? Oh yeah, yeah. So so thoughts on, on, on a rating? What have we been? Have we been doing out of five? Have we been doing out of ten? Let's do out of five to keep it simple. Um. All right. Don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> I mean this with all due respect. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a three out of five. Okay. Yeah. With all due respect. I think I'll give it like a three and a half, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. I think the, the thing for me is just that like, look, it really brings it home at the end, which yeah. is very, very important. Yeah. Had he not done that, uh, I'm not even sure if this gets maybe like a 1.5, maybe yeah. a two, just because really be drinking, <clears throat> really be smoking are great. No, but you have to understand though, that like left, right, I, I don't like. Yeah. Picking back being cool is, is fine, hey, is cool. Meet the Flock is, is, is cool, but more like conceptually than like musically. Right. There's just like, you know, tracks one through seven, not really, not really for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then even in the run from eight to 14, I kind of like it more conceptually, um, artistically than I do like musically and sonically. So, yeah. you know, but because I kind of like YG on here and because I think the story that he told and how he started it from, from, from start to finish and how it, it doesn't necessarily have a happy ending for him, mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna give it a three. So that's a that's a solid three. Okay. You know, I hope that's respectful enough for the people who like this album. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you said you want to give it a three, three and a half. Yeah, I probably give it a three and a half. Okay. Um, but but I, I you know I think that that's a a current rating. Okay. I think you know in the era where mustard sound wasn't all the way played out. Gotcha. I, I, I might have given it something higher. But okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that should do it for our put you up on uh, the YG My Crazy Life. Uh, before we end it, are we gonna do uh, in the deck? What's in the deck? Yeah, yeah. What's in the deck? So you gotta, you gotta wrap. So, so essentially, for to to tee this up for y'all, um, we're gonna start to at the end of uh, episodes, just do you know what's a record that you know is is getting heavy play from from you. It doesn't necessarily have to be brand new, but uh, you know. So what you listening to? So one of the things I got in the deck is uh, from Pete Rock and Camp Low. It's a song called Starlight Glitz. It was actually released okay. in 2013. Okay. Um, I think it was on a mixtape called uh, From 80 Blocks From uh, 80 Blocks From Tiffany's. Okay. And I guess it's a sequel. Okay. But they did a re-release in like 2021 or 2020. I think they did like a second one or something, right? Something like that. Yeah, and that's yeah, when yeah. I heard it for the first time. Okay. Um, but I've added it to the playlist. And that that joint is just like in steady rotation. Okay. So like I said, I haven't been listening to a lot of new music lately. Yeah. But that's one still that when I have like my old just like quintessential playlist, um, I always got that joint on repeat. I love it. I actually, yeah. I, I thought about doing that as the intro or like the, the bridal party at the wedding. Oh. Um, instead of we, I think we did like the instrumental, the Jay-Z, show me what you yeah, got. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, I almost did start like Blitz just because I love that beat so much. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. What you, what you got in the deck? Uh, So there's an artist that I've talked about before on here called Triz. Okay. He's from the IE. 
Um, he had a single off his uh, off his album that came out uh, a couple months ago uh, called Keep It a Buck. Okay. And I like that record a lot. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, well, yeah, that should uh, do it for this episode. Peace. Peace.